Unlike every other podcast in the world, this one is not sponsored by Squarespace. If you would like to use their bland website building templates, then we recommend using the title of any available podcast as a discount code, and you should get about 25% off. Squarespace. It's not as good as they claim it is. Gordano! Gordano! This is the podcast for Sorry Not In Service. Uh, we're not in service. Oh! <laughs> oh and, uh, funny. It was, uh, it was bloody hot in that room. And, yeah, um, it was toasty. And uh, yeah, and it, I'm sure the show will be fine. Yeah, That's well, the... um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the show will be fine as well. So, um, well, just let us know what you think. Just uh, button up, pour yourself a whiskey, pour the whiskey away, and pour yourself a water. It's hot. <laughs> Gordano. Gordano. The headlines tonight. Media self-indulgence reaches new highs as radio hosts try to outdo each other with good deeds. Heatwave forces hosts to ask searing questions of their listeners and each other. Worldwide Internet offers new ways to make a packet. All goats should be forcibly removed from their environs and trained in the art of airborne military battles is the controversial opinion of Shadow Defence Secretary Vernon Croker. Following the cabinet reshuffle, owls are set to be the next set text for most GCSE subjects. We examine why. Unprecedented surge in Radio 2 listener figures expected as Sorry Not In Service prepares to broadcast. the sound of owls oh. uh, by us yes but before that that was the sound of uh, Brian Ferry uh, covering a rather good covers up a painted black and uh, this is a uh, sorry note and service on 10 radio with uh, your erstwhile hosts Simon and William and uh, uh, William being the um, annoying kind of person who'd ask questions like what does erstwhile mean then? I looked it up the other day, having used it no fewer than four times in the last year uh, on this show, and uh, I, I can't remember. Well, it, it doesn't mean what I agree I with you. It doesn't mean what I thought it meant. <laughs> I know that much anyway. So, listeners, how are you? Uh, it's we're hot, 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 like uh, a, bo- uh, a sort of you know a, a, one of those potatoes that you have uh, cheese in. Yeah, or uh, hot like Trotsky. Yes, as in hot to trot. Hot to Trotsky. Hot and, to Trotsky. Uh, and that's exciting. And you could probably hear the fan that I forgot to turn off in the background. They're whizzing round. You know what, listeners? The fan. It's hot, 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 hot. And so we'd like to know what you've been getting up to in the heat. Alfresco behaviour is the theme of the show. Hence the opening track. Everything's going to hell. <laughs> Tom waits. <laughs> And the Hawaii Five O theme beneath the headlines. Uh, so, uh, so listeners, get in contact with us, studio at tenradio.org or sorry not in service at yahoo.co.uk yep. with your alfresco uh, activities. Activities. What have you What have you done, alfresco? Uh, brackets in the outdoors. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so there we are. Not uh, not the great outdoors because there's a limited amount of people who are in that fantastic film. <laughs> press play, really. Now, really press play. Yeah, do. There's that a now. little bit of the coral with talking gypsy market blues. We've all been there. Most certainly.
don't need them boots no more. Don't need them boots, baby. Uh, the coral there with an extensive advert for his old boots. <laughs> I've just realised that I've left the fan on again, so excuse me, listeners. It's, um, and I'll just commentate on this as it goes. He's got quite a nonchalant attitude. He's just uh, scratching his chest. He's lifted his uh, T-shirt right up as exposed his right nipple. And uh, looking Pop the fan sl- off now. Looking quite slim these days, and that's, uh, that's my, uh, my darling brother, Simon. Um, sitting and, back uh, down... They'll never notice, Will. They'll never notice because you've cussed out of the podcast. Yes, certainly I will. live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, alfresco activity, Will. Alfresco activity. That's our subject for this evening. And what have you been doing alfresco? I've been swimming at Bossington Beach. Oh, okay. What's it's a Bossington cool. Beach? Um, Bossington is near uh, Porlock. Oh, near uh, Porlock Weir. Fun for you geography fans out there. It is. And it's a, lo- it's a lovely little beach. Well, it's actually quite a big beach. And you've got swimming in the lovely, lovely ocean. And then what you can do is you can just kind of climb up a scree slope, mm. the other side of most of the accepted um, <laughs> holiday destinations. <laughs> and this is quite good fun walking across um, loose scree above a cliff in the baking sun with the wind coming along quite sharply. Nice. So that's what been one of the ways I've been passing my time. Danger. <laughs> well, whatever floats uh, your yeah, I floats yeah. your boat. Um, I've, I've on, on, I haven't really done a huge amount uh, in the great outdoors recently. The only, you work the, on a farm. Well, in in an office on a farm. The, the, I mean, the only thing that I could think of that's been vaguely sort of heat related, which I guess this is what's born the subject, is um, I came uh, into the office and uh, sat down uh, quite late in the day, and I could hear this sort of like dripping noise hitting the desk, and I couldn't work out a what dripping. it was. There was a dripping, and uh, and it turned out that uh, it was uh, it was a sort of a, a, a ravine of sweat dripping down my arm and uh, creating some sort of puddle on the uh, nice. on the desk. Yeah, so that's a uh, that's a fun summer tale. Isn't did it for you, did you gather it up? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, excellent, excellent. People could work such dark magics mm. using your own personal effluence. <laughs> so I've heard. That's why I store all of mine in a shed. Excellent. <laughs> your entire life. It's a big old shed. <laughs> it's, a horror, it's a nightmare. It's horrible in there. Wow. So uh, that's what I've been doing, listeners. So yeah, that, don't that forget is to why you know. should never get accept tomatoes from Simon. <laughs> uh, so get in contact studio at tenradio.org or sorry not in service at yahoo.co.uk. Mm. Get the rhythm sorted there. Yes. Here's uh, 96 tears by question mark and the Mysterians, who interestingly enough hate Captain Scarlet. <laughs> And um, that'll be four tiers changed then, and here's your receipt. <laughs> nice. You made it out like it was a transaction of tiers. I, I did, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was the joke. So I might start actually asking for cash at the next fueled supermarket like that when I'm on checkouts. <laughs> You're gonna pay £96. <laughs> That would make it more fun. Make it, it would more, make it more of, fun. Less of a slap in the face. Yeah. Although uh, you're going to pay is a bit forceful, arguably. Uh, you take you know, sort of rough with the smooth. Uh, we've had some emails in on the subject of um, alfresco activity. What have you been getting up to in the heat? And uh, William, you, do you want to read one? I will read one. Um, uh, we've got one in uh, from... Hmm, says tanning my skin because it's more green than using the grill. Pale skin. Oh, I get it. 
more no. green is in environmentally friendly. I, I was looking at that over your shoulder. I didn't really understand, but that's absolutely that's very good. Uh, we've had one from um, Yodar, our mysterious listener. Uh, he has, he says, "I remember Alf Ress. He was the man who invented the restaurant and set up a company to Alfresco." Yeah, again, Alfresco. Alf company, his company. Alf Ress. I think um, Yodar and who was the person who wrote that email? Uh, don't know. Right. Okay. Well, I think whoever that is and Yodar need to get together. And uh, and and a long hard bath themselves. Yeah, exactly. Then then compare notes. Uh, so um, so there <laughs> we are. Call this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. So yes. Play. What's me. Mr. Chips up to? <laughs> Comparing notes with another person in the bath. <laughs> what kind of a catchphrase could that be? I'll tell you when you play. Press play. Okay. Here's hypnotic brass ensemble with kryptonite. Where was it? Oh, it was. Well, they, they were talking about that that kryptonite, weren't they? But um, I had it someone, just now. Someone's got it, and uh, it's all very funky. Isn't it? <laughs> it's very, very funky indeed. It's the sound of a hypnotic brass ensemble, there, of course, uh, suggested originally for this show by uh, Mr. Alex Horn, the comedian man, the comedian that friend, we interviewed, friend of the show, friend of the show. And you can listen to a snippet of that interview if you were to download the Best of Podcast, which mm. is up on iTunes as we speak. Now, um, listeners, um, this might be uh, so recently uh, arrived <laughs> for, uh, for for any unf- unfortunate listeners. This might be the second time you've heard our voices uh, in the last ten days. Yeah, uh, William and I. Um, we sort of uh, we we were invited on to join the wonderful and amazing Johnny Do uh, hosting the breakfast show uh, the Tuesday before last and yeah. uh, doing um, what was it seven till nine yeah uh, that's that's when a breakfast show goes a nice out. little uh, two hour stretch and we thought yeah that might be fun might not it that'd be a laugh yeah what 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 japes um, but it, it it turned out uh, through William's fault and my fault and and in all fairness. Mutual faultage, <laughs> yeah, of uh, the technical desk. Uh, that uh, it was a disaster, wasn't it? It was possibly one of the worst things that's ever happened. <laughs> and I, I, t- I take into account all the events of the twentieth century, and uh, indeed the Wikipedia article uh, "Wars by Casualty." Um, <laughs> it's quite a hefty yardstick there. Uh, but, I mean, it, it's yes. no fault of Johnny's because Johnny came armed with content and uh, professionalism inspirational and inspirational things to do and things to do uh, but um, you know we were far too over time hence his name uh, yeah Johnny Doo Johnny Doo that's what he does and um, yeah we, 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 we were a disgrace we really were I think there were, thankfully uh, the uh, the internet stream wasn't working so it was only people within the 10 parishes that got infected by the um, BS that was being broadcast And um, but it was made even worse for the fact that after about an hour and a half we realised that two of the four microphones in the room weren't working yeah. and the two that weren't working were the ones that the, we, were that we were using so you had this bizarre it must have sounded absolutely crazy where three people are having a conversation but you can only hear one person yeah. having that conversation unless uh, it's like a method for preparing you for work where what you're supposed to do is just try and fit yourself into the conversation in such a way as to you know make yourself ready for dealing with the rest of humanity well, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'm going to edit, edit this in the podcast, so it will say uh, that uh, we um, we did the breakfast show, and it was very good because it was a big metaphor for um, for, for, for the, for the, the <laughs> inherent loneliness of existence. Exactly <laughs> the way that it sounds, it's like you're just speaking to people who can't even hear you. That's right. Yeah, that's what I'll do. 
So anyway, listeners. So anyway, we did a breakfast show that was essentially screaming into the void <laughs> and helping you to do so. So sorry, local listeners. Boston. And uh, and sorry, Johnny Do. Uh, we will doobity do better next time. I'm we sure. will doobity do better next time. Not this time though. Here's Tom Lero with Masochism Tango. Dance for me. Sorry, I forgot. It's complete nonsense at the end of that. It's not complete nonsense. It was a coded message. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was. How far did you get into the message? I got as far as, hello, I'm feeling fine. How are you? Oh, dear. Right. Okay, well, I'm sorry. The beta band. But, Very uh, rude. But uh, we've, we've cut out your coded message there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, another a bit of hot news uh, from, um, well, here, hot, here. Hot off the presses. The DVD presses, that is. And that's right, William. Uh, you may remember uh, we talked about... Uh, we did a, a, an interview with a, a wonderful comedian called Simon Munnery after his uh, latest show. Mm-hmm. And it's our interview has found its way onto his DVD, which was released last week. Found its way suggests it has a will of its own. <laughs> well, it does. It literally does. You're the will. I'm and um, in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not here. I've got and, a um, bit, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's an extra on his DVD, yeah. which, is, which is wonderful. And uh, so, yeah, if you fancy... Um, Buying that, go to gofasterstripe.com uh, and uh, all the DVDs there. It's called Phylm, F-Y-L-M. Uh, I've put a link up on the Facebook page. Go and have a look, really. It's, it's really good fun. Actually, it's got to be said, it's a really rather good live show. There's a lot of experimental comedy you don't often get with your Michael McIntyres and your John Bishops. Uh, and that's not even to mention your Peter Kays. Your Peter Kays. Yes, I call him Peter not okays. <laughs> Do you remember Jawbreakers? <laughs> it were mad. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, anyway. It's not like that. It's, it's wonderful. So go and go and have a look at Film by Simon Munnery because uh, we're on it. Um, I think we're going it's not to. A reason to do. It is. It isn't. It is. It as far isn't. as I'm concerned, the DVD is uh, is it's a DVD of our interview, and his show is an extra. That's the way I'm looking at it, and that's the way the public will in ten years' time. Simon, you're like a you're like a tick. On the back of an enormous wildebeest, decreeing this wildebeest was brought into the world in order to serve my travelling across this plain. Not in the slightest, Simon. I'm also not suggesting we're a parasite on the DVD. It's a lovely little extra. <laughs> After this next piece of music, which uh, is dedicated to Johnny, to Johnny Doo, uh, is Johan Doon. Johan Doon. Uh, I think we're going to um, talk from the book Owls. Are we? Yeah. Ooh. You may remember, listeners, we, we t- William talked from uh, the book Owls, taught us all about owls, and we're going to have another reading after this next piece of music by Tune Yards. It's called Look Around. So, uh, so, uh, so, uh, Well, goodness grief, ladies and gentlemen, that was Tune Yards, and that went out to Johnny Dew. Now, um, we're going to be reading from Owls, as we, uh, as we said earlier. Uh, I, we still haven't got a jingle for this one yet, so I'm just going to ad-lib one, so bear with me. Twit to woo, twit to woo, what do see you? Twit to woo, read the book. Twit to woo. Oh, that was haunting. Owls. That was oh, haunting. Owls. owls. That was haunting. It was, not it, it? It put me in mind of your ode to Tom Reed, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Owls. Owls. So, William, you're going to read from Owls. I'm going to read from Owls. If, if you remember, listeners, this was a book that I bought William um, on a whim, and it's, uh, well, it's all about owls, isn't it? Who's it, it is. by there, Will? Uh, it is by, it's by uh, John Sparks and Tony Soper. 
John Sparks and Tony Soper. Lovely people who like owls. And they like other, <laughs> they like other things as well. And I might be reading um, some of the other publications they've made. Uh, first of all, though, I'm going to give you a couple of proverbs about owls. Right, okay. Proverb number one. It is unlucky to shoot an owl. <laughs> now, remember, this isn't advice. This isn't focus. That's just a proverb. <laughs> Here's another proverb. <laughs> like an owl in an ivy bush. There's another proverb. <laughs> is it, sorry, is that it? Yeah. Some of <laughs> like an owl in an ivy bush. Yeah, yeah, we've all, all we've all used that. I mean, it's a cliche for a reason, isn't it? <laughs> like an owl in yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. A wise old owl sat in an oak. The more he saw, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard. Why can't we all be like that wise old bird? I'm going to be using these, I, yeah. I think. Yeah. He's in great want of a bird that will give a groat for an owl. He's in great want of a bird that will give a groat for an owl. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, well I've got questions. Well, such as? So, 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 does bird, is that sort of like slang word, sort of an old-fashioned and unsuitable word for sort of ladies, you know, the birds? Mid, or Mid-17th century? He wants a bird to, he wants a bird that's likely to pay a groat for an owl. I mean, is a groat a lot for an owl? A, or? Bird, in, <laughs> a bird in the hand is worth two owls in an ivy bush. <laughs> so I've been led to believe. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yes, uh, Stephen, now, chapter now, three. <laughs> that's the whole of chapter three, is it? Oh, there's not even a verse there. No. That's his only contribution. That was the extra testament. <laughs> testament 2.0. Uh, testament uncut. Yeah, you're thinking of E.T. Simon. Oh, I was like, oh sorry. Yeah. Right, okay. Anyway, carry on right, with okay. the proverbs. So, no, no, no I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, move on from the proverbs now, because I think it's, Simon's learned a lot about owls recently, obviously, from my readings. He learned about owl toys last time round. Yes. Yes. And the way they hide their uh, the tools of their trade beneath feathered trousers. <laughs> right. That's yes. the sound of feathered trousers. <laughs> Move on, quickly. Move on. I'm going to test Simon's understanding of owls by seeing whether he can translate some owl slang. So is, so, this, is this slang that is sort of uh, uh, involves owls somewhere in the slang? Yes. Or is this it's not slang that owls use? No, it's not slang that owls use. The only slang that owls use... Is twit-twoo for having twit -woo. a poo. <laughs> it's twit-twoo for having a poo. <laughs> and of course, twit... No, I'm not going <laughs> So, Simon, um, I'll give you an easy one first. Uh, what do you think it is to walk by owl light? W walk by owl light? Yes. Oh, goodness me. Uh, I would say that's probably... To walk by owl light. I mean, I guess that'll probably be early in the morning, dusk, you know, or, or you know, it's... Or very dark, dark times, dark times. So to walk in the dark? Catching a shrew, walking in the dark. No, it's to fear arrest. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm hoping that um, none of you good people of the ten parishes have given yourselves cause to walk in owl light. No, absolutely not. Yes. No. Uh, wow. Okay, fine. Yeah, Although carry I was, on. I, you know, I, I would say that most adults have in some way committed a crime. We shall all walk in owl light. <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll give you another one, Simon. Please Maybe do. this one might be. Um, uh, the slang to owl. To owl? To owl. To owl. Okay, yes. well, I guess to, it's probably to rotate your head 360 degrees. Um, well, actually, I think you'll find uh, it's to smuggle. <laughs> Is it Owls really? notorious smugglers. Yes, of, of course. course. Yeah, I'll have you know that in the um, for the most of the 18th century, an owler was a person or vessel engaged <laughs> in smuggling sheep or wool from England to France. <laughs> Why would you smuggle the sheep? Just smuggle the wool. <laughs> Keep the sheep 
and maintain your wool. trade and make more wool. Imagine being so bad at owling that you just like, somehow ended up getting rid of all your sheep. Yeah, that's like careless. the man who cut open the golden owl. <laughs> and um, okay, so uh, okay, so these are getting a bit complicated. Um, what would you say um, owl is? The, the noun. What sort of owl. context? Could you say two? Oh, we've already done two, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so this is a noun. This is a noun. An owl. Owl. What is an owl? What is an owl? It's obsolete 19th century slang, this. <sighs> Penny farthing? Oof, in a way, um, it's actually... <laughs> you best keep talking, because if I reveal now, it's going to be terrible. So guess again, guess again. Uh, I don't know, so I've got to say something. Well, it's obsolete I... 19th century slang um, for a harlot. Is it really? <laughs> oh, I see, bike. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, one last one. Yeah, um, okay. Which is the only one in this list of owl slang which isn't marked as being obsolete. So, uh, listeners, I presume Simon will know this, and I presume you will order this on a regular basis. What is it to take the owl? To Piss. take the... <laughs> No, <laughs> it's not. Okay, no. take the uh, to take the owl. To uh, take the owl. Well, think of it as um, you know when somebody might take within them, uh, you know, the the element of another creature. Right. Okay. Uh, gullet. Uh, the limbs. No, you're thinking of just eating an owl. I am you? thinking about eating an owl. No, yeah. To take the owl is to become angry. Is it really? Like an owl. Wow, my goodness <laughs> grief. Owls, the angriest of all the birds. <laughs> you're on here. That was um, Umbrella by uh, Peanut Butter uh, Wolf. And um, before that, we were listening to William Tall reading from the book Owls. Owls. And one of the standout uh, little bits of uh, joy from Owls is the cover, William. Yes. It's, it's a picture of a big big owl with enormous eyes. There's photographs up on Facebook, and uh, if you download uh, the last podcast, <laughs> there'll be a picture there. Yeah, I put a picture up on, on the old Facebook. Don't smack the desk. Sorry, I, I was smacking the owl's face. Now, uh, now it, 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 Do that slang as well. <laughs> slang, yeah. Uh, we yeah, um, sort of spotting the owl. <laughs> We um we uh we 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 we've been trying to think of a competition. Basically, we want to give away uh, a book uh, by a man called Dave Irwin, who came in and did a, a wonderful interview with us uh, at the turn of the year. He's written a book about his um his travails, his running running tales, and his, yeah. his, his sort of autobiography. And his life tales, exactly. And it's a fantastic read. And I really recommend that you you go and buy it. Um, uh, there's a link to uh, Dave's Facebook page on our um on our website, and um. Sorry, And if you haven't already got the book, there's an opportunity for you to win the book. Win the book? Now, now, William, you may have heard the popular phrase, don't judge a book by its cover. Have you heard it? Don't judge a book by its owl. No, don't judge a book by its cover. Have you heard it? Yes. Yes. Well, we're going to do a little game that I devised called Judge a Book by Its Cover. That's a great idea. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, now, this um, this was all brought about by Carla, my lovely wife. Bought some books yesterday, and one of them is called um, well, it's called Death in Kenya. All right, Death in Kenya. And I'm going to bring it, take it out of my bag, and I want to show William the the, the 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 cover of it because I think it's spectacular. Is it a dry study? Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I'm, well, I'm not or is be... it a novel? Uh, it's a novel. Ah, ready, 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 ready. Death in Kenya. 
<laughs> so, Will, do you want to try and explain what's going on there? Okay, well, for a start, I'm going to point out that Death in Kenya is by MMK, the author of The Far Pavilions. <laughs> and, um, well, Death in Kenya, uh, the cover is uh, pastel. It's uh, quite a granulated picture. It's a painting. There's a baobob tree in the background. There's a lovely little house on the right-hand side. And there's a woman who seems to be in fear. Yeah. Possibly of death in Kenya. <laughs> That's right. She's uh, she's wide-eyed, looking a bit sort of shaken up, and she's got her sort of her hands around. She's her. got um, six of her fingers uh, pointing towards her face in a pose of terror. <laughs> uh, it's it's a lovely photograph, a lovely lovely book cover, and I will take a photograph and put that up on the old Facebook. So now, what we'd like you to do, listeners, for your chance to win a copy of Everything Will Work Out in the Long Run by Dave Irwin, is um, is to uh, send us photographs of your favourite book covers for whatever reason they yeah. might be funny they might be silly they might just be uh... it might be um, an extraordinary title mm. like uh, How to Avoid Huge Ships yeah uh, which, which does is, exist that is an actual book yeah. Um, so yeah take a photograph of your favourite book cover and email it to uh, sorrynotinservice at yahoo.co.uk uh, we think we'll keep the competition open for a couple of weeks until our next show and whichever one uh, we well, it's our favourite that you send through. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the sender will receive a copy of Dave's book. It's really quite simple. Yeah, it's a highly subjective competition. Um, <laughs> and we're in complete control of it. And we are in complete so, control. Uh, I, I would suggest even if you haven't got a very good book cover, you curry favour with us. Yes. And then you'll, uh, then you'll have Dave's book. Um, yes. so, so that's our competition, listeners. Simon, what was that confusing noise I just heard? That was Tekeleke by uh, Nozinja. It's wonderful. It's proper good. And uh, proper good. Go and go and have a look at the uh, the pop video for it um, because mm. that's spectacular in itself. Nozinja, N O Z I N J A. Uh, but have a look on the YouTube's, which is uh, on the internet. Uh, you'll be pleased to know. Finally, <laughs> <The> YouTube's. <laughs> it's finally been put up on the internet. The YouTube's. Yeah, after after many decades uh, languishing in CFAX. That's <laughs> C-Fax YouTube videos were rubbish, weren't they? But they were of a time. They were a bit ropey, but I'm not sure if I'm prepared to wait the 18 months it took to see a cat pretending to play the piano. <laughs> That's true. Your pointless wafflings, read out by good people. Yes, listeners, we've received a couple more emails, and uh, I'd like to uh, avail you of the opportunity to hear them with your ears. Uh, this one in from regular listener Cedric the Librarian. Oh, yeah, good evening, Cedric. Good evening, Cedric. Um, and he finds this weather perfect for curing bindings for his books. Uh, although it's very fiddly, spider skin with its soft, downy fur is exotically erotic and gives a very satisfying feeling. Wow. For binding a book. My goodness, Cedric. My goodness. Duncan Elliot. Duncan Elliot. And I quite like the idea of a exotically erotic binding on a book. And it does fit in quite nicely with our competition as well. It but does. Cedric, if you could take a photograph of your exotically erotic book binding, that might win you the prize. Mm -hmm. Soft downy fur of spiders. You know you shouldn't strike spiders, because... Um, it makes you brandy. <laughs> just makes you a maniac. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, really, why shouldn't you? Uh, oh, oh, because they're, all their legs fly off. <laughs> fly off! <laughs> wow, amazing. You've heard of jumping spiders? No. Oh, that's scary. Mm, right, okay. Uh, I think we've had another one in from... Uh, oh, another one in from Yodar. Uh, and it, it's on the subject of owls uh, and uh, William's um, proverbs. Was it proverbs? Or no, it was a, a slang. Slang. Owlers. To, to owler. An, an owler. owler, yeah, okay. An owler. Is someone who transported uh, sheep 
across to France and smuggled. I uh, smuggled. And um, Yoda says, uh, "Give a Frenchman wool, and he'll be warm for a night. Give him a sheep, and he'll be warm for a long time." Which is, uh, which is very true. Really. It is very true, yeah. and that's exactly the point that we. Well, yeah, that's exactly the point that we moved on to. Actually, it was the point. You should never sell your sheep. Well, unless they've stopped giving wool. <laughs> I don't know when sheep stopped giving wool. Is it like with cows, where you like no? If you thought that was wizard, wait until you hear this by Black Sabbath. Well, it's wizard by Black Sabbath. Oh, wizard! I get it now. Good. Which one done the best? Who done the best deed? Why did they do it? Are they altruistic? Who will be king? Who will be the dirty rascal? It's between Simon and Will. Because if it were between everyone, the winner would always be... Terry Terry Wogan. Wogan! Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan. That's right, listeners. It's time for Who Done Best. Who Done Best. Where we uh, we we sort of try to outdo each other with our good deeds. Yes, and indeed, uh, try and encourage ourselves to go out into the world and do those good deeds. That's right. So, uh, so I think I'm going to go first this time. Okay. Um, my, um, my, again, mine with your best shot. My, well, that's the thing. My my best shot isn't very good at all. I was thinking. I was thinking about this yesterday, where I was desperately wandering around the streets of Marriott trying to find somebody in need of help. Um, was, was that, You're going about I, this like kick-ass? Uh, pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Wow. Uh, I um, I was just thinking, I, there's so many, I can't think of very many good deeds at all that I do. I think the only good deed is just tolerance. Cause, I mean, just I, tolerance? Well, I, the last show I was talking about an idiot that I met at a livestock event um, who was a buffoon, but I, I tolerated him. And there's lots of examples where the only things I could think of were times when I've just gone, oh, really? Like that, and, and not challenged people. But I don't know. I, I, but anyway, my, my good deed that I've done, which I guess is a so good deed. stifling your own desire to harm those around you <laughs> with your barbed tongue. Yeah, uh, yeah. but I, I have done a good deed. Uh, last uh, Saturday, um, you'll remember it well, I, um, I went and uh, did um, five hours of mowing. Uh, five hours? Five hours of mowing for the folks. Where was that? Sorry? At, at, at um, Ascot? No, no, it's, uh, it's the garden's sort of in and around the, um, the parents and our grandmother's house, houses. And, um, yeah, I, it, it wouldn't have taken me five hours if I'd have done it the way that Dad does it, sort of on the on the ride-on mower and just sort of pootling up around willy-nilly. But you ate the grass. He's not a professional like I am, you see. Ah. Um, that's a joke, because Dad is a professional gardener. He actually Ooh-hoo. is. Yeah. And, um, but no, I, I elected to make sure that I did straight, parallel lines all the way across. My lines were absolutely beautiful. That's actually quite good. That's quite a weebly garden as well. Uh, exactly. So I did it. Mum will agree. Uh, I did a spectacular job. Mum will agree on this. Yes, I, yes, she will agree. E- email in if you agree, Mum. <laughs> and uh, so there we are. So uh, that's uh, yeah, that's mine. I, d- I did five hours of mowing for Mum, Dad, and our grandmother. Oh, I'm thinking you're going to win, even though you were talking down yours. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. cool, excellent. As, um, walk, in fact, I, my my good deed of the week uh, was um, I was walking over because I had some time off um, since the last show, and I was walking back home to pick up my dog, and uh, I thought holiday time, I'll go fetch him. And yeah, walking back, it's quite a long way, and it was obviously it's been rather hot recently, climbing over the hills and things like that. And uh, about 40 minutes before I got home, so after a full two and a half hours worth of marching through the relentless heat, mm. 
Um, I was on the top of Barrington Hill, where there's a few lovely uh, sheep and things, and hopped over the fence, nearly home, and I looked across the field, and I saw quite a big dog fox yeah. walking over after one of this year's born sheep. Yes. Um, who hopefully won't uh, be the victim of owlers. And um, I, I ran full tilt across this field, quite far, and quite tired, and carrying arguably too much stuff. <laughs> to chase this fox away and I chased it away and I went yes take that three o'clock fox because it was about three o'clock right, and I went okay. I will chase you out of this field and I will save this sheep I will save it and then I held the sheep tight and went don't you ever die on me was that last bit true? hmm mm. kind of have you ever seen Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so there we are. I'm not sure who who wins that. I mean, I, I think I have a horrible I, I feeling you actually win that one. Really? Cause, well, because mine, mine was. Well, yours is saving a life, and then getting all broke back mountain on its ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. You no, know, you saved a life. All I've done is mown some lawn. Mm. I don't know. I think okay, we need, well, we need actually, an outside adjudicator. Yeah, we need an outside yeah. adjudicator. Listeners, um, email in. We did actually get an email. I'm guessing from Mum. She didn't actually name it, but. Um, it what did say who won the good deed competition from the last show? Which son is best? These things a parent needs to know. Uh, yeah. Mum or dad? Well, William, William won it last 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 show, which was just bonkers. So I, I think I think this I, should go out to the listeners. Listeners, email in uh, with who you think has done the best deed. I've done five hours of mowing for my family, and William has rescued a sheep from a fox. Who done the best? Who done best? This feature is coming together. Here's Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. Not the, the song, not the actual show. That would be a copyright nightmare. Anyway, just enjoy. Yeah. Oh, look, I've got an email. It's sat there in my inbox. Let's have a read and see what it says and then do everything it instructs me to. Oh, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm gonna screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Uh, what do you think I am, genuine? Uh, you must be f***ing joking, you dainty twat. Send us your bank details. <laughs> the signs of Simon laughing at his own jingle. <laughs> uh, listeners, we've got. I've, I've received some junk mail in the week, and I want to read it to you. And there's quite a lot to take in on this one, I'm afraid. But um, it, when uh, isn't there? Well, that's true. It's, 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 this one's good. Uh, so it starts, dear friend, which oh. we've had quite a few times. So we've already, had, yeah, already. Wow, this guy. We're friends with this guy. I, I trust him implicitly. He's a friend. Okay. So to begin with, it is obvious that this letter will come to you as a surprise. Because it's an email. Because it's an email. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> but please find time to read it carefully. I have done. I am Barrister Chamberlain Alfonso Delgado Esquire. Is Spanish lawyer. It's in capitals. Yeah. Barrister Chamberlain. Chamberlain Alfonso Delgado Esquire. A Spanish lawyer. Before I proceed, I must apologise for this spontaneous mail to you. <laughs> I'm forever, oh, sending so much... I'm forever sending spontaneous mails to people, aren't I? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm aware that this is certainly not a conservative way of approach to establish a relationship of trust. Is he drunk? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll find out soon enough. Um, blah, 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 but uh, you'll realise my need for my action. First, I must solicit your confidence in this proposal. Mm -hmm. This is by the nature of it being utterly confidential or top secret. You've <laughs> given me two options there. 
<laughs> I have what a... is the distinction? <laughs> Before you progress, yeah. what's the distinction between top secret and utterly confidential? <laughs> Just use the word utterly. Utterly confidential. I think utterly confidential is better than top secret, although he's already yeah. failed by sending a spontaneous email. <laughs> that's, that's right. Drunk or in his pants. Surprise, Chamberlain. Or a surprise letter via email. Um, right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Utterly confidential, top secret. I have a business proposal which I believe that will be a very good opportunity for both of us. So I decided to contact you on the business. The business is this. Oh, okay. A deceased client of mine, you shouldn't be taking on deceased clients. <laughs> That's rule one of barrister school, surely. But anyway, well, I, obviously... I, don't know. I think probably it's working out quite well for him. They don't complain. <laughs> That's true. Chamberlain, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you sending me all these spontaneous emails throughout the night? A deceased client of mine that shares the same last name with you died as a result, as a result of a heart-related condition. <laughs> A heart-related, a heart-related condition. condition on March the 12th, 2006. He goes on to explain. Hey, his heart condition was due to the loss of all of his members of his family during a hurricane catastrophe. A hurricane catastrophe? His heart condition was due to the loss of all his family. It's due and, to the loss of all his family. Okay, yes. right. He died, leaving behind a deposit value of 8.5 million euros in a bank here in Spain. Blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. So far, all my efforts to get hold of someone related to him have proved abortive. <laughs> that means so right so he's just given up every time he's tried he's just got drunk and started firing <laughs> off spontaneous email letters again so far all my efforts to get hold of someone related to him has proved abortive I am actually asking for your consent to present your information to the bank of next of kin to my late client so that the proceeds of this account can be released to you as the next of kin to my client I think that sentence was a palindrome <laughs> Get enough of those. I know that a transaction of this magnitude will make anyone apprehensive and worried, but I am assuring you that all the legal documentations to back up your claim as my client's next of kin I shall provide. Ooh. All I require is your honest cooperation to enable us to achieve this goal. I am convinced that the intended transaction is 100% risk-free, <laughs> that you should not entertain any atom of fear. <laughs> atom of fear? Yeah. Be unrelentingly brave. Just fire spontaneous emails, sober or drunk. That's exactly right. So I, I'm not going to entertain any atoms of fear because I, uh, uh, a Chamberlain is 100% sure that it's risk-free. Upon your response, I shall provide you with more details about the transaction. Uh, also, you should understand that this should be kept very confidential. Not as opposed utterly. to slightly confidential or utterly confidential, as he previously said. Just very confidential. I presume the confidentiality of this whole situation has been plummeting the moment you started sending <laughs> spontaneous letters. And then I started reading it on the radio. Oh, true. Dance. However, if this business proposal offends your moral ethics, do accept my sincere apology. Hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are the ethical problems here? <laughs> well, I'm laying claim to somebody, a dead man's money. Yeah, but it's not. He hasn't said. Oh, they're also actual like inheritors who are supposed to be receiving this. No, he's no. Well, he said that his efforts to find someone have proved abortive. He's given up. Yeah, he's given up. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, anyway, there we go. Um, best regards, Barrister Chamberlain Alfonso Delgado Esquire. Uh, that's my uh, junk mail. Wow, that's <laughs> quite extraordinary. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? I mean, it's amazing, actually, that you, you read through something like that and it's hilarious, but then you've got to think, oh, maybe every day we are conned in similar ways. Mm. You know, it's entirely possible that actually we're all just tools in a corporate glove. Not here on 10 Radio, though. Food processors are great.
instructions there from the Blur Band for us to say something else. Say something else. Something else. Oh. <laughs> something else. Now, listeners, we're going to we're going to do a, a, another feature, another new feature, um, along the same lines as who done best. Yes. Uh, we're going to be doing um, who seen best. So who's yes. seen the best thing in the last fortnight? Now, I haven't got a jingle for it. So what I'm thinking I might do is play the jingle for who done best, and then leave it to your imagination to um, change the word done to the word seen. Okay. So I'm going to do that, listeners, and then you can do a little bit of work as well, which is about time, and uh, we'll. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll play this jingle and just exchange the word done with the word seen. And I'll help you out. Which one? Seen best. Who seen? Best deed. Why did they see it? it? Are they sighted? Who will be king? Who will be the dirty rascal? It's between Simon and Will. Because if it were between everyone, the winner would always be Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan. What's Terry Wogan seen? <laughs> well, hasn't he seen? I got you his autobiography. Tell me. Uh, no, I got you Richard Whiteley's, didn't I? I, I was going to say what he hadn't seen, uh, but no, that's fine. And um, he's a he's a seventies TV show presenter, but uh, an innocent one. And I was just going to sort of back that up by saying what he hadn't seen and um so william what's the what, what's the best thing you've seen in the last fortnight oh my god <laughs> you floundering <laughs> no no <laughs> no uh, yes uh, yeah yes that's one of the best things um i um have you got a good one because uh, i'm going to play tactically it's going to be like a all right tops. okay fine all right no problem i i think i've got quite a good one um carla and i went to the birthday and uh, engagement party of uh, our friend um, fiona um fiona and shane getting engaged congratulations to them it's a wonderful slippery slope and um and we went to the party and <laughs> they've, they've, been got a, a year. <laughs> they've, they've got a they've got a pet dog and uh, this dog had a, a particular favorite toy it was the it was the um you know the uh, uh grail no 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 the that, okay, go, 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 the okay. go compare not go compare um the other one. yeah 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 that guy sergio sergio the meerkat um you know sergio sergey the meerkat sergey the meerkat it was a toy that the dog liked to chew on and um and uh, and it was uh, it was it was muddy so they put him in the washing machine and he was hung up to dry and now i didn't spot him until i was sat uh, directly beneath him and i looked up and there was this soggy looking thing with its eyes popped out because a dog had been chewing it staring down back at me now i i, I was a bit taken aback by this and um and and I sort of made like a <laughs> noise because I was it would it would look really scary. I'll show you a photograph in a, in a bit. Uh, I was quite afraid, and people said, "What's wrong with you?" And I couldn't remember for the life of me what the bloody thing was called, so I called it the car insurance rat. <laughs> I just pointed to the sky and went, "It's the car insurance rat," and then uh, nobody knew quite what I meant by that either. <laughs> that's um well, Simon, that's uh. That's actually really good. It's the car <laughs> insurance rat. Run for the hills. <laughs> it was horrible. It did actually make me... Uh, uh, sorry, well, I'm, I'm going to carry on with this. It did make me think about your dog Spode. Do you remember when he had that that um, teddy bear? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when he was young and um, he would uh, sleep in my bed. Yes. And our, our lovely grandmother decided that what he needed was a teddy bear. Because that makes sense. Yep, absolutely sensible. Absolutely sensible. And uh, yeah, he... Um, well, Spode, Spode loved that teddy bear. But mainly what he loved was the contents of its face. That's and right. so he kind of ripped apart its face 
and uh, yes, and just left this kind of horrific mauled creature yeah, in my bed. Just a, just a hole because he took all the stuffing out, didn't he? So he did just take a all hole the in this, this creature's face. And but what did he what did he do after that? Will well, one night uh, we'd been play, we'd been playing out in the garden quite late, just before bed, and um, Spode decided he wanted to take his ball inside, and I was lying on the bed and just reading my book, and Spode was playing with his toy. And uh, I looked down, and what he'd done is managed to chew the ball inside his bear's <laughs> head cavity, which is one of the most horrific things, I think. Here you are, bear. Yeah. New brain. I'll give you a new brain. Your rise, monster. <laughs> Who lives? Horrific. Sorry, it just made me think about that just then. Uh, sorry, yeah, um, uh, car insurance rat is my uh, best thing. Car insurance rat What's is yours? It- Okay, um, I I don't think I've got anything to contend with that. Right. So I'm going to play. I'm going to play a bit of a low ball here. Yeah. Well, not a mid ball. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, on one of the walks back home, because I've done this a couple of times actually since the last show. Uh, I uh, I don't really exactly know the route. I kind of knew roughly which kind of direction to follow. And as I was walking through one village, I was getting a bit freaked out because it was a little bit insular and there were a lot of very old vehicles and it was quite a strange little track and I didn't really recognise the village at all and also one of the, uh, I walked past a couple of people who were just trudging past me in the opposite direction and just after I passed them uh, one of them went <laughs> like that Nice. presumably at a joke that his colleague had made but um, it was still quite sinister and I walked into the middle of this village and there were a couple of potential roads. I had a, look, a little look at my phone to try and work out which was the correct road to take. And um, looked up and espied a cul-de-sac um, to one side. I thought, I'd best not take that. And then I realised that in this quite scary village that I didn't know, I was in the middle of nowhere, my phone had bad signal and the cul-de-sac was called Prey Lane. <laughs> That's with an E. Prey Lane. Yeah. And uh, I was delighted to notice it was a cul-de-sac, and I thought, well, that won't be the way through. <laughs> so no. I avoided that particular route. Yeah, that um, so I think you've won that one. Thank you very much. I think, that's, and I think William, that's 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 two wins to me this evening because we did have an email in from Mum, and I will read it. The lawns still look beautiful. They have given me hours of joy. You win in my book. The fox probably came back when Will wasn't looking. Mum is. <laughs> Mommy. In your face, Will. Mommy. 2-0. And so on and, and so, so forth. forth yep. it, it, it all gets a bit much towards the end. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> That's just this show. <laughs> and, uh, and life. Uh, so, um, uh, listeners, we've, we've we've just been discussing the best things we've seen. We're trying to upload them onto old Facebook now. I've managed to get the car insurance rat on the internet, and okay. uh, so we're going to try and get, lane. get prey lane on there as well. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so there we go. Now, listeners, uh, just a reminder: we've we've got a competition yep. uh, at the moment that we've launched this evening. Uh, yep. Judge a book by its cover. Yep. Send us a photograph of your favourite book cover for a chance to win. A book, a book. Everything will work out in the long run by the wonderful Dave Irwin. Yep, check uh, the uh, podcast archives if you want to hear the interview with him. Uh, I've just, um, I've, I've just emailed him uh, in the last sort of quarter of an hour or so just to ask him whether he's got any spare books knocking around that we can have. <laughs> really? <laughs> and did he not know of this competition? No, I just thought it was a good idea, so I'd done it. 
Okay, so this is um, news both to you listeners and to me. <laughs> well, re- re- really? Yeah, what, what I'll do, if Dave hasn't got any spare ones, is I'll just take photographs of every page of the copy that I've got and then just sort of email them to you. Oh, that works. Yeah, it's fine. We've already had one entry in this evening, and so, Seb, thank you very much for that. Uh, it's, a, it's a front runner, uh, being as it is the only one, but I'm sure it will remain a front runner as the uh, competition progresses. Uh, challenge that presumption, listeners, by emailing service at yahoo.co.uk. Yeah, uh, or go to our Facebook page and upload them there. Your and uh, pictures of your favourite book covers. That's pretty much about all I've got to say about that. Uh, right, okay, listeners. Well, this has been Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio. It's uh, been hot. It's been hot. It's and been so stuffy. It's been sticky. You've been absolutely stuffy and sticky <laughs> stuffy and sticky just what I look for in a listener you've been wonderful um, we, the podcast will be up over the weekend mm. uh, go to iTunes search for Sorry Not In Service if you are uh, if you find yourself with an hour free why not download and listen to the Best Of podcast it's an which is, which is an excellent what we've done over the past year absolutely all of our all of our successes uh, boil down into one hour of, of radio. And um, what else can you do? You could go and buy Simon Munnery's DVD file. Yep, from uh, com. There's a, a, a link, uh, a, a clip of the, the, the show on there. Um, yep. And remember, get involved in our competition. Judge a book by its cover. Send us your favourite book covers for a chance to win. Everything will work out in the long run by Sir David Irwin. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be with you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Outro. Outro. Uh, this is uh, the outro for the Sorry Not in Service podcast. Seabay. That went out, uh, well, that, that, that you've been listening to. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed it. Join in the competition. Yeah, and yeah try uh, to. Um, email us, uh, sorrynotinservice at yahoo.co.uk with your competition entrance. And also, if you have an opinion upon who done best or who's seen best. That's right. But bearing in mind uh, that uh, as far as, you know, uh, the records will show Simon won two nil this evening. Yes. So, uh, I think I know who the winner is. I I think that the listeners will decide. Shut up! You shut up! You shut up! Let's Mom! all shut up! It's the end of the podcast. <laughs>